join with me for the next few minutes while I share with you a series of thumbnail truths that the Lord has laid in my heart to leave with you in these strange and difficult times. afternoon is taken from Mark chapter 4 verses 35 right through to 41. I love this particular story. The Lord Jesus has been preaching and teaching the kingdom of God from the inside of a boat on the seashore of the Sea of Galilee. And at the evening time, having sent the multitude away, he said unto his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. The Lord Jesus, as they set sail, went into the hinder part of the boat and fell asleep in a pillow, and soon into the sailing they endured and experienced a huge mega storm. The disciples, terrified and fearful for their lives, they awoke Christ and said to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Immediately he stood up and said, Peace be still. And the great storm gave way to a great stillness. And then something wonderful happened. He said to his disciples, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they marveled among themselves and said, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the waves obey him? And as I think of this wonderful story, I've asked myself, What lessons can we learn? Well, here's the first lesson. Think about the sailing they experienced. Mark 4 verse 35 says, Let us pass over unto the other side. Now I want you to think of them at the one side of the Sea of Galilee and they're going over to the other side. Think of them in the harbour at the place called Tiberias, going over to the land of the Gadarenes. And they're going to uh, birth there in that harbour. That's the idea. That's the thought. It's going from one place to another. And of course it reminds me of the great journey of life. Not only was there a time to be born, but there's a time to die. And in between is the journey of life. And we have to pass over, as it were, from earth into God's great eternity. I, I was thinking of life not only as a journey, but I was thinking of life as a little ship. Do you know that every ship needs a captain? And I asked, is Jesus Christ the captain of your salvation? Do you know that every ship, when it leaves port, can only leave the port when it has an anchor properly installed. And the anchor, of course, speaks of sureness and steadfastness. And I ask, is Jesus Christ your anchor? Can you rest secure in him? Uh, every ship, of course, needs a crew. And here were the disciples, and they're with Christ in the boat. And remember, they're in the will of God. And they're going over to the other side. They're on a journey. And to me, isn't that a picture of the Christian life? We're born into the harbour of time. And then the captain of our salvation calls us in the uh, harbour of salvation to enter into the good gospel ship. And, and we're in the ship. We enjoy fellowship with God's people. We experience the communion of saints. The master is with us in the ship. And then we set sail uh, from the uh, harbour of salvation. Uh, and we're on a journey towards the great uh, port of eternal rest and blessedness. Th think not only of the sailing that they experienced but think of the, the um, situation that they encountered. Because they, they encountered a great storm. 
The Bible tells us here in Mark chapter 4 and verse 37, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. You think of storms that come in the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee, of course, is a narrow strip of water. Uh, it's got mountains and hills to either side. It's Mount Hermon in the north, and it can form a wind tunnel. And suddenly those experienced fishermen can experience a real storm that can send terror and make them fearful for their very lives. And that's the picture here. And in life's journey, we can experience the storms of life. Maybe you're going through a storm right now. Maybe it's a storm because of stress, the threat of redundancy, or you're fearful of redundancy and you're worried about making payments in your mortgage and how will you repay your car and how will you make ends meet and feed your family and look after them and pay all your bills. Maybe it's a storm because of sibling rivalry and there's been a breakdown in interpersonal relationships and sisters not speaking to sister, brothers not speaking to brother, haven't done so for years, never send a card, never lift the telephone, don't even speak in the street or, or speak where you meet in a meeting. Maybe there's a breakdown in a marital relationship and it's causing a real strain in the family circle. Maybe it's a stress because of sin. Maybe as a true believer you're making a stand for Christ and you're standing for truth and righteousness you've been opposed and hammered truth and nail whether through the press or, or whether it's through some other um, uh, form of opposition and you're facing that storm right now maybe it's a storm because of the struggles of life and you're asking yourself how can I cope and you feel threatened and you feel overwhelmed and I, I can understand that the psalmist talks about wave after wave of trouble and in life's journey the little boat that we uh, are in uh, can, can uh, be over overwhelmed with the, the wind and the waves. Here's uh, not only the sailing that we have experienced, uh, but, but the storm that we have encountered. Uh, and, and think of as well of the situation that they endured. Because in the storm, they discovered something that was unique. The master was asleep in the hinder part of the boat on a pillow. And at sometimes during our storms in life, we can feel that the master is asleep. And he's so unresponsive to our need. He doesn't come to our aid immediately. And, and sometimes we feel threatened and fearful because of that. We ask the question, does he care? And the answer, of course, is he does care. Because not only think of the situation that they expressed, but think of the, the, the supplication that, that was expressed. And what was that supplication? They awoke him and said, Master, careth thou not? That we perish and and the question arises does jesus care the hymn writer asked and the answer is yes he does doesn't he tell us in his book casting all your care upon him for he careth for you who was the one that stood up that day and stilled the storm who, who spoke the word who, who gave the sight of, of the great stillness that came upon the sea of galilee it, it was the Lord Jesus himself. They were not going to perish. They were not going to drown. They were not going to die because the master was with them on life's journey. He was with them even though he seemed asleep in the middle of the little boat. And think of the salvation that they enjoyed at the end. Didn't he uh, say to them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they marveled and asked, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the waves obey him. You see, whenever we think about stormology, and on life's journey, storms will come. There'll be days of trouble. There'll be wave after wave of trouble. We're not to be controlled or mastered by the storm. In fact, we don't control our lives at all. 
the Master does. Our times are in his hands. And what does he say to us in the storms of life as we experience them? Whether it's due because of sin or whether it's due because of stress or sibling rivalry or some other struggles of life or even because of satanic oppression, the Master tells us to have faith in him. Now, what is faith? It's the gift of God. Think of a little acrostic in faith. Forsaking all, I trust him. And I say to you on uh, life's journey, as you face storms, maybe right now at this minute in time in your life, whatever shape or form they come, don't be controlled by the storm. Don't even think that you can control it in your own strength or power. Call upon the master. Have faith and trust in him. And if you're in his will, if you're in the good gospel ship and he's the captain of your salvation, then you can trust him. That, that you'll not perish and no harm will come to you and that he's an absolute sovereign and perfect control. I, I commend this little thought to you this afternoon. How do you view the storms of life? Here's the biblical view of stormology. The master, even though at times he seems asleep, he's always and still in control. God bless. God bless.